was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. It was the best. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. It was the best. You stupid monkey. Welcome to Shaking On News, the podcast that up left trigger, right trigger, down left trigger, right trigger, which gives you $10,000 in Jurassic Park Evolution. I think it was called Jurassic Park Evolution. It was the Jurassic Park game where you got to build your first Jurassic Park before this new one that came out. Uh, it was really yeah. fun. It was basically uh, Sim, Sim City, City, yeah, but Jurassic Park dinosaurs <laughs> on the Xbox, on the original <laughs> Xbox and PlayStation. I'm your host, Duty, and uh, and with me on this episode is Ian, the huge Footlong Johnson. Thank you. I'm here. Yes. <laughs> I am the man who knows something about everything, but nothing about anything. <laughs> Not a lot about anything. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Fuzzy can't make it on this week's episode. Little Fuzzy is uh, is unwell. Um, little so Fuzz. He's, he's oh, little Hot Fuzz? No. Uh, no. I got it. <laughs> um, <laughs> wow. And uh, yeah, so Little Fuzzy's not doing too well. So, uh, so Fuzzy's taking the day off work and the week off this episode, which uh, we hope Little Fuzzy uh, feels better. Yes. Um, so we've got Ian. Ian, you've been on the show before. How are you? How have you been? Good. I've been really well. I've um, I've been reading some comics. Yep. I finished Hellboy Volume Two. Yes. Um, can't remember the name of it, but it's really good. Better than I enjoyed, the first. I enjoyed the first one, Sea of Destruction, uh, but I enjoyed this one a lot more. It was more of a cohesive story. Yeah. The characters felt a lot more like characters from the movies that kind of like how you would expect them to sound. Were you reading Hellboy as Ron Perlman or were you reading it as David Harbour? Uh, probably more like Ron Perlman because I haven't seen David Harbour one. You saw the Hellboy movie, nope. didn't you? I was away. Oh, that's right, you were. My apologies. Yeah. But no, it was, it's a lot better. Yeah. So, yeah, highly recommend it. And what about, what, what have you been playing? Have you been playing anything as of late? I've been playing a little bit, but um, not nearly enough. Of these new games that are out, but I have got Game Pass. You yes. convinced me with uh, E3, Microsoft's new release. Ultimate, uh, Ultimate, Ultimate what are they yeah. calling it? I don't know. Whatever they call it. Ultimate Pass. Yeah, anyway, I picked Multi-pass. that up for a whole dollar for the first month. But it's a, it's a great package deal. I can't believe how much you get. It's yeah. nuts. So, yeah, with that, I picked up a little. I picked up a Hollow Knight and I picked up Metro Exodus. Haven't got around to Metro Exodus yet, but I've been playing a bit of Hollow Knight, and it is really fun. It's a side-scroller, adventure kind of game, a bit like a Metroid, old Metroid kind of games, yeah. um, but cartoony kind of style, and it's really fun. Right. Yeah. And uh, for those who actually saw it on, on the Twitch stream, you did also join us for the, the Dead by Daylight I Challenge. I did. How did you find that? I know previously... I did so well. Has <laughs> anyone that's seen you it You got two know. kills. Two out of four ain't bad. That's 50%. That's what me That's a pass. <laughs> um, two out of four ain't bad? Uh yeah, previously we'd played it. You can go and check it on the uh, on the Shaking on Nerd YouTube page. Um, some old videos of us playing Dead by Daylight, to which you weren't a huge fan of playing the game. How did you find it? Sort of playing a couple of consecutive rounds with a bunch of mates. How I did you still find hate that? the game? Is that not what you wanted me to say? <laughs> no, no, <that's> <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, it's not really my type of game. I still find that it's. It's got very little in terms of mechanics. Yeah. There's, it's, it's, it's literally four buttons. run, hide, and a quick time event is your main kind of aspect of the game, to be honest. Yes. Quick time event. Yeah. It's, it's the Gears of War reload. Yeah. Except, like, way harder. Yeah. Um, and it pisses me off, I'll be honest. <laughs> I'm no good at it. No, it's, it's a lot more fun with friends, that's for sure. But I think when 
we're, we're kind of at a time right now where there's a lot of better options. Yep. Um, if, if you wanted some online play. I just think that this game could have been better if there's another element on top of the quick time events, something else. So it's not just like run to somewhere, quick time events. Oh, so it's not just the the simple thing of fixed generators and yeah, escape. Yeah, something, something that's a bit, a bit more, more interactive. You know, okay, okay. Like a video game. <laughs> like a video game. Well, but uh, no, it was good fun. It was great fun uh, playing and twitching with uh, our mate Emmy. Yeah, yeah, she had a lot of fun. Uh, you can check out her stream of it as well. Uh, where I think it was like the first round, she says, "Oh, I'm gonna mute the party." She just <laughs> mutes herself and listen. You can hear us coming through her headset, so she's listening to us where we are. Sneaky bitch. And then uh, I think it's the last round. She she full on leaves the party, but then one of uh, one of the listeners, uh, MJ Silver, I think her, her uh, Twitch tag was, was watching both of us at the same time. So she was commenting. Sneaky, sneaky. She was commenting on her stream, saying what we were saying. Like, what? how come they always find me? This is fucking stupid. <laughs> or just like they're still singing. <laughs> just those sort of goofy things we were doing. So yeah, it was yeah. A, it was a bit of fun. It was very good fun, uh, particularly in the last round when we reservoir dogs reservoir it up it. a little bit. Um, oh. I, if, have we put that up yet? That'll be that'll be going onto onto our YouTube page this week. Yeah. 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 So look forward to that this week. Bit of fun. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we've got a bit of gaming news and a little bit, uh, two sort of games to review, one of which has been out for a little while and one of is a, is a DLC. Um, let's jump into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, Jedi Fallen Order. That's the new Star Wars game that's coming out from EA. Yes. It's being done by uh, Respawn Entertainment, who did Titanfall. Yeah. Featuring kid from... Gotham. And... Gotham. <laughs> that's all you know him from? Yeah. Okay. Do you know him from something else? Yes. What's he from? Um, Shameless. All right. US version All right. of the series. Um, Featuring MC HM Macy Gray. Macy Gray. <laughs> Look, it's Macy Gray. What's his name? The guy from William Justin H. Macy. Yeah. William H. Macy Gray. Macy Gray. <laughs> uh, Jedi Fallen Order is going to have no limb dismemberment. Apparently, I did see this. Apparently that rule came directly from Lucasfilm yeah. uh, saying they didn't want that. And in previous Star Wars games, you know, if you hit a stormtrooper with a lightsaber, mm. you might I take their I think they also off. said, yeah, in, in kind of elaboration of that, that they've found that those moments are key pivotal moments and that they're more attuned to a cutscene or a yeah. pivotal uh, story plot line than yeah. general gameplay. I, I don't necessarily mind that because then it's like when you cut someone's off arm, it's not like, oh, it's a normal thing. I've done it to 10,000 Stormtroopers mm. on the way to this event. Yeah. Where if you just cut off the bad guy's arm and then he runs away and comes back later. It feels a bit villainous. Like, cutting do off you someone's feel that? Like, Obi-Wan cut off an arm. Yeah, but Obi-Wan was doing it, you know, out of... Defense. Defense. I am protecting myself. I'm protecting a young boy. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Um, you got a girl today with the pedophilia. <laughs> Yeah, nah. Um, yeah, so I, I don't necessarily, I don't mind having no mem, uh, limb dismemberment. No, um, yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind it either. Yeah, and we had other, like uh, I think it was like Star Wars Episode Three, the game that was on Xbox and PlayStation, that yeah. had like no limb dismemberment. I don't think either as well, unless it was a droid. It's but definitely not the problem I have with this game of what we've seen so far. It's not the thing that I would call out and be like, "That's the problem." No, it's it's the fact that it looks like a reboot of The Force Unleashed. Yes, with like a latest battle. With the Battlefront engine. Yeah. yeah. And, and like Saul Guerrero. Oh, yeah. Forrest Whitaker. All uh, squinty eye. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, what, you're going to tell me it's mean? He's yeah. not listening. <laughs> uh, guess who? The third most popular 
conference at E3 was this year? Want to take a guess? Stab in the dark? At E3. At E3. Conference. Conference. As in? Third most popular. Third most popular. That's yep. very random. Yep. As, as in like Xbox or PlayStation kind of thing. Yeah. Yep. Third most popular. Yeah. PlayStation. Yep. That's great. Really? <laughs> they weren't even there. <laughs> oh my God. So, so uh, uh, according to who? Uh, a poll was ran. Fuzzy sent me the news because uh, he couldn't be this week and he's gathering the news. Uh, he's saying Fuzzy. that Sony was the third most popular publisher at E3 despite not being there. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> and I totally agree with that. I'd probably say... It was not the best... Um, E3. I'd probably say Microsoft, Ubisoft, and then I would say Sony because Sony. Are you forgetting about the clearly the best one? Bethesda. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> Nintendo. Nintendo clearly won E3. You reckon? Yeah. Nintendo and had then Microsoft. I reckon Nintendo had one good game. Yeah, but you're saying this as a person who you know doesn't like Nintendo and hates children. I like Nintendo. You I kick like... children. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen this. I've seen you kick them. I've seen you kick children. With a foot. <laughs> <laughs> well, how else do you kick them? <laughs> with my fists. <laughs> I kick kids with my fists. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I like Nintendo. I, I enjoyed I, I this I honestly Switch. think Nintendo won it. And yes, a lot of that is the fact that Zelda Breath of the Wild sequel got released. But I, I just think that in terms of what they were providing, they were providing new things that we hadn't heard of yet. Yeah, true. All right. And everybody else didn't. We already knew pretty much everything that every other publisher provided. It was just kind of like more details about Well, there was, the, there was that um, sort of indie game, I think, that was announced on the Sony stage, 12 Minutes. Did you see this? Of which the, one? A game called 12 Minutes. How long did it go for? 12 Minutes. <laughs> what was it called? 12 Minutes. Ah. Um, where it is essentially like... Yeah, the character—it's it's like you, you're inside an apartment. Your character is talking to his wife. Uh, his wife, your character's wife, says she's pregnant, and then to my wife, <laughs> and then, um, and then uh, she says she's pregnant, and then the cops come in and arrest her for for like murder charges and stuff like that, and then the twelve minutes repeat. Oh. So the game keeps repeating a real world twelve minute loop. That's and you have cool. to sort of like figure out sort of the crime and stuff like that. So it's Groundhog Day. Basically, it is a twelve it, real world twelve minutes that apparently takes six to nine hours to finish. It's <laughs> a lot of loops. Fuck that! <laughs> I think you'd just give up, wouldn't you? <laughs> After like the third loop, you'd be like, "Well, fuck it." What's <laughs> she going to jail? Day. Um, yeah, so Sony E three, third most popular publisher. That's so weird. Yeah. I mean, they clearly must have some real strong fanboys then. Oh yeah. I think that speaks more to the audience than... Yeah, it's just like, well, I, I think the PlayStation was best because they weren't there and they've got something under the hood. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, they might have something under the hood, but they didn't even show the car. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, I think, I think Sony even came out and said that the reason why they didn't attend is because they don't have anything to show. Yeah. And they've said that. And well, I, I'm, I'm, I, I like PlayStation. I like Xbox. I'm more of an Xbox fan and I like mm. Nintendo, but... Can't vote for something that's not there. It's like, yeah, I want St. Kilda to win the AFL Grand Final. It's not going to fucking happen. Yeah, I've <laughs> got had multiple chances. Yeah, I, I love PlayStation as well. I mean, PlayStation, I've been putting out, in my opinion, some of the best games in the last three years. God You've of War, got God Uncharted, of War, Uncharted, Last of Us. All the above. And Xbox has, has not. <laughs> Gears. Go on. Nah, <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. about it. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of PlayStation as well, but like, I mean, yeah, I think I think with the next console on. generation, we're going to see a bit more exclusivity from from Microsoft in regards to first-party games. I think they've definitely made that push now. They've been uh, acquiring a, a few yeah. 
production companies. So, mm. um, well, speaking of Nintendo, people have done a graphical comparison of Zelda Breath of the Wild and the new Pokemon game Sword and Shield, and the graphics for Sword and Shield are worse, lower than <laughs> Zelda. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the rumor is is that uh, Sword and Shield were developed for the Nintendo 3DS, and that Nintendo's gone no more 3DS. Everyone is moving on to Switch. Switch is, is basically like what, like fifty to a hundred dollars more than the 3DS, like retail wise. Yeah, As it's a, it's clearly superior out of the two. Let's push things onto the Switch. And I don't and know if it would have been able to be played on 3DS. Even well, yes, it is less than what Zelda's. You know, Zelda is pretty. I will say it's very pretty. Yeah, it's very pretty. But I don't think it was necessarily, you know, fit for 3DS even. I don't think that would have worked in 3DS. So I think that's just a... Wasn't there a Pokemon game that came out in the 3DS that... Yeah, there's uh, been a couple, but yeah, the like, most they didn't recent look one like looks this. very like that to snap. Yeah, yeah, the, mm, yeah, they didn't look like this. Not like even this. still, it was not to this quality. So I think that's a bit of a bullshit rumor that people are just saying like, oh, it's not that great, it must have been made on 3DS. Maybe they but, were just using the Mario engine... Who knows? Who knows? I think I, that it's very hard comparison because we know that Zelda was an engine specifically made, designed, and Nintendo invested a lot of money into building that engine. So yeah. obviously it's going to be a superior game to majority of things that are put out. Yeah. So it's kind of a hard comparison. I'm wondering if, if then, if that case, if, if Nintendo will retain that engine solely for Zelda or if they'll push it into say maybe the new Metroid game because you know they you know, they made a new Metroid game then it wasn't going in the direction they necessarily wanted it to go into I'd be surprised though because that is a third party is Metroid's going to be done by th- yeah it's a third party it is a Nintendo property but it's going to be yeah, oh, right. produced by a third party right I um, did not know that yeah it's I can't remember the name of the company that does it but yes it's not Nintendo exclusive like uh, Zelda game is hmm, fair enough uh, new DLC that was released this week for fan favorite fighter Mortal Kombat is Shang Tsung is now available. Which one? Shang Tsung. Everybody, Shang Tsung tonight. <laughs> um, and uh, he is actually being portrayed by the actor who who played the character in the movie as well. That's pretty. Cool. Um, so when you finish a finish a fight or finish a round, he'll you know grab the character and he'll point directly into the camera. And go, your soul is mine. And I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. <laughs> Little dude got wet. <laughs> Little duty got wet. <laughs> Do you reckon with uh, the new Mortal Kombat movie that we know we'll be filming shortly? In South Australia. South Australia. Yeah. Uh, do you think any actors will be returning? I wouldn't mind that actor for Shang Tsung. Yeah. Because in the first Mortal Kombat game, he is... Is he the main character? I'm trying to remember. No, that's... No, the main character is Liu Kang. Liu Kang, that's yeah. what I'm thinking. Uh, Shang Tsung's the, the bad sorcerer guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, in the original Mortal Kombat game, Shang Tsung was an old man. It was like an old, like, Gandalfy sort of sorcerer. So you could still use the same actor because, of course, you know, natural progression of time, older. he is aged. <laughs> yeah, true. So don't bring back basically anyone else, but keep him. He was pretty cool. Hmm. Be interesting to see what happens. Mm. I wonder how, mu- how many elements of the video games they're going to be bringing in to the new movie. We're just doing our own interpretation <laughs> of it. It's the worst thing. There is a there is a Gears of War uh, game uh, movie that's coming out. I think Universal Studios are doing it. Is it? I and mean, they've been saying Universal this for has years. come out and said uh, that it is an alternate reality to the Gears of War video games. I'm like you cannot. I hundred no. percent understand you wanting to avoid Marcus and Delta Squad and that overarching story. But why? Fine. Why bother then? 
move it to a move it to a different team that are willing to play those characters that people want to see play those characters, and then you're just going, ah, oh, we just want to do things a bit different because we want to fuck with the property. Just move just it to a different team. It. Like you can have Delta Squad in it as a cameo to get the fans going. <gasps> it's Cole who actually looks like Coltrane in real life. Like you can have all that mm. sort of stuff, but have the the story focus on another squad. I just I can't understand that logic as to why you would do that. Everybody knows that Batista should be Marcus Phoenix. Everybody knows. Yeah, I agree with that. I also think the the voice actor who plays Coltrane should play Coltrane because he looks fucking identical. Yeah. <laughs> he is muscly as fuck. He's or like Terry Crews. Oh. Right? Yeah, that's pretty good as well. Coltrane, <laughs> baby. Coltrane runs on whole grain, baby. Um, there was a new Coltrane video. Coltrane loves his nibs. <laughs> Not today, Grubs. Not, Not today. today. Um, oh. There was a new game. Oh, it's not necessarily new. It was revealed last year at E3. We we got very, very little information about it, and now we've got a gameplay trailer and some, like 12 minutes of gameplay of it. It is a game that is only coming to the PC. I very much want to play it. It is a shark RPG. Shark RPG. Mm. Shark PG. Um, called Man Eater. He's a man eater. Right? And it is based in a world which is being compared to the, the wackiness of Grand Theft Auto, like the, the sort of the crazy okay. wackiness of it. You play as a shark, clearly, and you sort of you terrorize people and you attack boats and you attack, you know, all these sort of fucking things and you upgrade your shark as you go because it's an RPG to the point where you can upgrade your shark to give them knives for teeth. <laughs> So, like, it's that ablaze. Thanks. I reckon that's an, that's an Apache. <laughs> <laughs> um, where you can upgrade your shark to give him, like, razor metal teeth. and Like, you can, like, ridiculously upgrade your shark and stuff. Let me stop you there. No. <laughs> it would be fun. If it's a $20, $30 title. No. Yes. If it was a $12 title, maybe. <laughs> I'm totally going to pick it up and play If it was a free with Xbox Gold, maybe. <laughs> well, it's only coming. Oh, I could go to the uh, PC Pass, but... um. Yeah, it, it looks like the some of the gameplay is pretty funny. Like you know, if you if you're trying to attack a boat and you come up too high, your fin sticks out, to which people go shark and see you. But dark, then dark. in uh, in some of the gameplay trailers, like he's literally diving out of the water and going like 15 meters into the air and like flapping around and stuff. So like it looks like that stupid arcadic bit of fun. And apparently you start on the outside of the city and you can take the sewer pipes into the city. And the shark tries to go into the sewer pipes and, like, a giant, giant fucking crocodile just comes out and stops it. It's like, oh, your shark has not evolved enough to take on the crocodile. You need to come back. Oh, man, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be fun. That'll be interesting. I mean, just to see how it reacts to city... And the trailer trailer had this completely oblivious fat fisherman. And he's listening. He's got headphones in, and he's listening to "Kickstart My Heart." So, oh, yeah! And it's like he's like washing his boat, and he's sailing, and he's completely oblivious to the shark that is eating people around him and Classic. eating the fish off his boat and stuff like that. It looks. What's the great. art style like? A little bit, say, uh, like Saints Row, so that like cartoony, oh, yeah. but a little bit of the yeah. realism in there. So it looks, it looks fun. I'm gonna play it. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right. And Maybe the last. I'll bit- give you two bucks. <laughs> I'll give you two dollars <laughs> for that sixty dollar title, uh, and this one's a bit of fun. This is this is a bit of fun. Is it Kerry Hopkins? You know who Kerry Hopkins is? Sure, sure. All right, she's uh, but e- for the listeners who aren't me, who might just not know who that is, right? She's EA's vice president of legal and governmental affairs. Mm. Right. She insists that the company's randomized purchases aren't loot boxes, but rather a surprise mechanic. <laughs> 
Kerry compared the loot boxes in FIFA and Star Wars Battlefront to a Kinder Surprise. Little known fact, Kinder Surprises are illegal in the United yeah, States. <laughs> Checking hazards. So she's, uh, she's claiming that loot boxes in game, because uh, Battlefront's loot box at the moment are, are cosmetic skins that you can use for your clone troopers or for yeah. fucking whatever. But the FIFA ones, you get cards that allow you to use certain players or, or whatever. Yeah. Um, that they're surprise elements and not pay-to-win scenarios. I'm like, cool, if I drop 50 bucks and I somehow get... I don't know, he's a famous soccer player, Chris Ronaldo, Ronaldo Beckham, McDonald. Ronaldo McDonald. Um, <laughs> if I get him running around on the field, that he's, he's got the highest stats in the world in this game, and I spent 60 bucks from him, that's not a surprise mechanic. That is paying for Dude, the best yeah. player. No. It's, nah. Overwatch is different. Like, that's just cosmetic. Solely cosmetic. Yeah. And that's it. And, and Battlefront's tried to do that, and I can see where they've gone. Overwatch, like, there's always a skin in Overwatch. I want that skin for yeah. McCree. I want that skin yeah. for Reinhardt because I I, I play Reinhardt. And I, the skin completely changes the look of him. He's in a knight's armor with a big hammer yeah. or something. Um, where Battlefront is, you get yellow and blue paint on your clone trooper. You get yellow and red paint on your clone trooper. Like, they're literally just paint schematics. They're not necessarily shit, unique yeah. customizations. Nothing special about it. That's kind of shitty. But, you know, such is EB. EA. EB? EB. Such is life. But, uh, Ian. Me. Astro has a sponsor. Yes. It's Culture Shock Collectibles. It is. And I'm not going to lead you on uh, because I normally do that to Fuzzy and Fuzzy's just got, yes, yes. yes. They're, they're the things and they do the things. You know the thing? <laughs> it's sort of like, <laughs> Herbert, Fuzzy. It's sort of like Herbert Simpson when he's holding the pen and Mr. Burns gives him the <laughs> instructions. Like, Can you repeat the things about the thing? <laughs> you know, the things. <laughs> Um, they are essentially one-stop shop for high-end collectibles, hot toys, Funko Pop sideshows, even the bigger statues that look really cool. Yeah, and, they got uh, some cool shit. It's Power Rangers as well. Power Rangers are apparently Power Rangers are massive again. Yeah, that and Michael's fucking obsessed with them. Let's be Michael honest. Michael does here. like Power Rangers, <laughs> but um, Michael, if you listen to this, we know. <laughs> we know you like the green one. <laughs> Actually, he does. Yeah, we did interview him. He says the green one's <laughs> the green good. One, yeah, um, he's into that. Power his ranger. Oh, <laughs> you took it too far. Ranger his power. <laughs> That's better. Um, yeah, so you can find them at cultureshockcollectibles.com. They will have the uh, the link will be in the description below. It'll also be tagged in our Facebook and, and, uh, and Twitter and Instagram if you want to check them out. Um, this week they have one of my pre-orders has come into stock and I'm there very excited. What is it? The Doctor Strange Hot Toy. Ooh. So I pre-ordered that bad boy a couple months ago and damn. Has he got fucked up fingers? He does have the fucked up fingers. He's got the scars on top of his, on top of all of his fingers oh, for the yeah. surgery. Uh, he's got like the shield things he puts up. He's got the sword that he makes. He's got the ribbon that he puts around the Thanos's um, gauntlet. He's got uh, all the fucking hands as like a back display. That's he's sick. got the green circles for the the time stone. He's got a heap of heap of accessories. That's pretty cool. So uh, I'm very excited to get that. And uh, they just announced as well for pre order. You can get the Avengers Infinity War Star Lord. Which is basically the the Star Lord from Volume I've Two. Seen, I've seen the pictures, and it it's comes with the little cool. boots that the platforms that Doctor Strange. I think you're forgetting the coolest thing that it comes with. Yeah, the fucking bubble gun. Yeah, <laughs> it comes with the. You can put the bubbles coming out of the gun, and uh, the back plate that it comes with is the portal that uh, that Star Lord jumps back into before he gives Thanos the finger. Boom. <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah, you can all find them at Culture Shock Collectibles. Check them out. Check, 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 check them out. Yes, yes. But uh, I got, I've played some games. I'll Maybe. probably I'll probably lend you one to try one. Um, but I picked up Days Gone a couple of weeks ago, which is a PlayStation exclusive game. 
Um, it is, uh, uh, I think it's done by Ben Studios, if I'm not mistaken. And um, it is... No, you're not mistaken. Fair enough. It's a zombie survival sort of game that is open world like a Grand Theft Auto, but of course, like, the world has gone to shit. There's, as you've seen, like, E3 trailers, even some gameplay trailers, there are thousands of zombies on screen at once that actually, like, I run think that was their big stuff. sales thing. Yes. Yeah. Look how many zombies we've got. Um, and similar to say like The Witcher, how Roach is essentially the second, the, your secondary character because you know yeah. you put different equipment and shit like that on him. Your secondary character in the game is your your character's dirt bike, which it actually needs fuel to drive around. If it takes too much damage, like parts can actually break off it. Like the fuel pump is broken on my bike, so I have to go find a fuel pump and scavenge cars and stuff with fuel fuel pumps. Um, it's a pretty interesting game. The the game starts off. A little bit slow for my liking. Okay. Um, so it sort of essentially starts off with your character's wife. She's been injured. You're taking her to a to a medivac. The, you know the town is getting surrounded by zombies, and um, your your character's wife gets in the helicopter and he goes, "I'll find you." And then it just says two years later, and you're riding around on this. You know, <laughs> it, it does that thing that. So you're gonna find his wife? No, because within the first like ten minutes, it's like, "Hey man, I know you pissed off that your wife's dead." I'm like. Why did you put that in there? Yeah, it's weird. Like, you didn't need to drop that information in it. But the game does one of the things that really sort of annoys me is... Your character starts with the bike. It's an awesome-looking bike, and it handles really, really well, and all that sort of stuff. That's good. And then... I mean, that's hard to pull off. I mean, there's a lot of games that put riding, driving mechanics into their game and as, as an a secondary element, yeah. and then they just don't feel good. Yeah. Um, and your bike gets shot... You need to find a fuel pump for it. You go find a fuel pump. You come back to the bike. It's gone. So you find out where the bike is gone, and it's been scrapped. And then you start off with a new bike. That is not good. It's one of those things, like, this is what it feels like playing top end. Yeah. Now you're going down to the lower lower levels, and you need to build your bike back up. Yeah. And I don't necessarily like that. Yeah, it's a bit of a tease. Yeah. The the gun mechanics and the gunplay is pretty good. The the crafting is very good and the the sound design in the game is amazing. Hearing the screeches and the the sort of the hearing hordes of zombies like coming down a cliff because they'll like to like walk around in hordes. Going seeing one of those my first time going, shit, my bike is on the other side of the road. I'm out here in the open and I can see a horde coming. I'm like, alright, I can either run to my bike and try and start it up, but I need to go in that direction that the horde's coming, so I'm not gonna survive because it's the start of the game. Or, like, literally do one of those Walking Dead moments and sit there and hide out and hope no one straggles off from the horde and just let them pass. Yeah. And then sneak up to my bike and sort of go away on it. <laughs> so, it's a, it's a... I mean, it's kind of cool having those options. Yeah, it's a, it's a fun game. Um, you can also do your crafting like you can, like, you know, making Molotovs and creating weapons and all that sort of stuff. So, it's a very scavengy, scavengy sort of game. Um, I quite thoroughly enjoy it. I've put maybe three or four hours into the game, so not overly too long because we keep getting new things to review. Um, but I actually quite recommend it. It's, it's a bit of fun. And the, the main character is the guy we interviewed at Comic-Con, Sam Whitworth. So. Yeah. And it's pretty cool. Pretty cool. And uh, the character you play as is a, is a biker. I just finished Sons of Anarchy, so I'm like, sweet. I finished Sons of Anarchy. I'm feeling I want a bit more bikey stuff. And then this game starts off with, like, civilization being destroyed and all that sort of stuff like that. So it's a bit of fun. Perfecto. Mm. I, I'm very tempted to check it out. I mean, you were saying in a previous conversation between us yep. that uh, you didn't feel like there were real zombies has it changed now your opinion or they're, yeah they're, they're not necessarily zombies they're, they're actually quite not to say that they're smart but they don't seem to but they're not dumb 
they can't see you if you don't move. <laughs> um, they don't, like, traditional zombies, of course, will tend to bite you and all that sort of stuff and eat you. But they don't necessarily seem... I've seen them eat people, but they just seem to, like, swipe at you with their arms and stuff like that. They're... It's weird. Then I don't think they're zombies. They're called, like, creepers or, or crawlers or, okay. or something like that. But something apparently... Similar. Yeah. But apparently they're not far from the sort of the family tree of zombies. Okay. They're, they're similar-esque, but not traditional zombies. Um, and it's really cool. Your, tradi- your normal zombies are... Uh, uh, well, not zombies, whatever the fuck they're called. They, you know, if there's a lot of them, that it's it's quite daunting because they're all just sprinting at you and they're all fucking swiping at you and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. Um, but the kids are actually more scary. There are kid versions of them. Yeah. And they hunt in packs. And they're like children. <laughs> they hunt in packs and they're just like, they screech really loud. and then they like, like jump, children. They jump out of like air vents and attack you and stuff like that. So air, they're just normal they're, children. They're just normal children. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty cool. I, I kind of like that. My only gripe with them is one of the first sort of uh, levels teaches you like how to sneak around and stuff and it's actually a bit of a drawn out level so it gets a little bit like alright I'm ready now let's fucking hurry up but I kind of like the idea of zombies not being able to climb yeah I, I like that idea of like being stuck on a rooftop your building is surrounded with zombies they can't like climb up and get you so it's like how do I get out of this you know it's five meters deep around not like all a sides. World War Z moment where they just make giant fucking towers with each other and Fuck climb that. a wall uh, the, it is interesting though like one of the first missions is like oh you need to you know if I can get into this bunker and pick this thing up or whatever it is and by turning on the generator and going in and picking the thing up it turns on like speaker systems being like everyone form in a queue and it starts making sound and the sound picks up all these zombies so I'm sitting they can't open doors which is good so I'm sitting <laughs> I'm sitting inside this building with all the doors closed and I'm looking at all the windows being like okay I hear a zombie and then I hear bouncing on the roof I'm like alright they're on the roof I don't hear them around the doors open the door slowly there's nothing around there and then just fucking bolt it so it's got that that element of horror sort of yeah. hiding which I really that's like that's kind of cool um, um, yeah so I, I quite enjoy it I'll probably give it if I had to give it anything three and a half stars so about seven out of ten three and a half stars yeah so I'm enjoying it um, I also did pick up PlayStation Plus we've gone back to the PlayStation Plus and I picked up a game called Seven Days to Die you've played this have I you had it on your PlayStation I think you still have it on your PlayStation Seven sure. Days to Die you don't recall it? It's I like Minecraft, it. but zombies? No, I've never had that. I thought you had it on your PlayStation. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I picked that up. It's essentially Minecraft. Uh, there's a timer at the top that is day one, day two, day three, and so forth. On the seventh, I know of the game, yeah. Yeah, on the seventh day, a horde of zombies come and they deliberately try to kill you and, and all that sort of stuff. So I've been pick- I picked that up and started playing that with uh, a friend, Liam, um, who loves the game. Yeah. And at first, I was like, this... It's very rough. The graphics are ugly as fuck. It is janky. It's <laughs> nasty. It's it's so Dead by Daylight basically. It's the graphics are worse than Dead by Daylight. That's not possible. It is PlayStation Two Xbox Yuck. graphics. So yeah, Dead by Daylight. No, it's not. And um, <laughs> that game's that game's amazing. Um, and at first I was like, it's okay. I'm not really enjoying it. But then it got to the point where like. Day two, day three, I'd, I'd started to understand some of the crafting mechanics. Don't go outside at night time because their zombies are harder to kill. You can't see them, all yeah. that sort of stuff. And it got to a point where uh, Liam and I were hiding at this sort of marina. It started to go to night time. And uh, anything you do, like running around, using your torch, stuff like that, lets off heat. The zombies are attracted to heat and attracted to smells and stuff like that. I didn't know I it at the time. You. I had food in my bag. Oh, I had like no. rotting flesh in my bag, so the zombies were attracted to the smell as well as to my like the body heat. Yeah, I'm like oh shit, Liam's looked around, and gone. Yeah, there's zombies coming. Like they haven't seen us, but they're coming. So we've locked ourselves in this this tiny, tiny like two meter by two meter room, 
with nothing in there. We've closed all the doors because zombies can't close doors. If you crouch, you can tell if you've been seen or if they're hunting you or whatever. Probably about four or five zombies surrounding this little tiny room that we've just boxed ourselves in. I've sort of snuck out, taken a look. I've crouched. It's like, all right, there's like five over to the left. There's nothing over to the right. Fine. Liam goes, I'll crouch and I'll take a look. He just walks out. Doesn't crouch, just walks out. A zombie just turns around and sees him and screams like, you've been hunted. You know, zombies are hunting you. So they're just attacking. It's it's a fun game that just sort of, at first it really sucks because it's, yeah. it's janky. The graphics are crap. It's it's so hard. Like the menu system is built for PC. Mm. But when you have those sort of situational, environmental sort of survival moments, that's where it becomes fun. That's so, pretty cool, yeah. Uh, I'd probably give it a two and a half to three out of five. Yeah. So on the lower end, like the situational moment to moment parts are great. Like Liam found a bear and then he tried to run inside the house and close the door. He didn't close the door in time so he trapped a bear in the house. <laughs> Classic Lamb. So uh, yeah, I've been playing that and uh, the new Rainbow Six Siege operators are at. Now yes. you play Rainbow Six Siege. I do, sometimes, occasionally. What do you think of the game? It's uh, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, look, it's not for me. It takes a lot of playing to get good at it. Scrub, um, but I can't dedicate that amount of time to the game to get that good at it. Yeah, because I have a life. <laughs> Unfortunately, some of our friends don't have lives. <laughs> Shots fired. <laughs> Shots fired. So uh, they're, they're just no fun to play with. <laughs> there there no, are but a lot of the people in there just generally that are playing this game played a lot. Oh yeah. So it's extremely competitive and hard to play and and have fun at because people people have got to a level that are it's very hard to compete with unless mm. you know what you're doing and know the maps more than anything. Yeah. Yeah, people people that the game relies a lot on your knowledge of the maps yeah. to know where you can come in from, how you can pick off people, um, or how you can defend and not be picked off. And if you don't know the game to that Nine hundred degree, you're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> you can't. You could be super good at first person shooters and still be shit at this game if you don't know the maps. Yeah, because you just can't tell that you're about to get sniped through a fucking small thirty centimeter by thirty centimeter piece of fucking concrete slab wall. A tiny crack in a, a yeah. crack in a window. It's ridiculous. That you, you know, you looked in one direction, it was fine, and then as soon as you turned exactly. the other way, it's got a hole in it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and for those reasons, it's a very difficult game just to pick up and play. Yeah. So no, I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a it is a game that requires a lot of uh, a lot of time. Yeah, uh, but it, look, the game's been polished very nice. It, it still looks, you know, considerably good. Can you know, it's not that new anymore by any means. Uh, four years old, four yeah. or five years old. Yeah. Um, and it still looks really good, and the mechanics are very solid. They play well. Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong with the game. It's not buggy or anything. You find your games. It's just that the, the style of the game is too competitive for a casual player. Yeah. Even though there is a casual mode, you'll generally play against assholes who team kill and exactly, all that yeah. sort of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there are two new DLC operators that are released uh, for it. For defenders, there is a character called Warden. Uh, he is a US Secret Service agent who wears a suit. Um, his special ability is he wears sort of uh, designer sunglasses. That that's his that's his special ability. He yep. wears designer sunglasses. Uh, that he can see through smoke. So if the attackers throw smoke grenades, he can actually see enemies through the smoke. Okay. Um, so similar to Glaz, who's the sniper who can sort of see through an infrared yeah. sight. Uh, and he is not affected by flashbangs and sun grenades if he wears the uh, if he 
not that if he wears them, but he actually needs to toggle the ability. Oh, okay. So um, he can't have it on. It's all not the a time. passive ability. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's, it's an activated thing. And of course, being that it activates, it'll last like say five or ten seconds, and then it'll stop, and then it has to regenerate to to do it again. Um, so he's sort of a, a mixture of Glaz, so he can see through smoke, uh, and a character called Ying, who uh, is an attacker who throws flashbangs, and she wears high-end goggles that flashbangs don't affect her. So she's he's sort of a mixture of that. Yeah. Uh, his weapons are nothing new, which I was a little bummed about. They're literally just pulled from other characters, where previous new characters are like, yep, new assault rifle or new shotgun or something like that. Um, and the new attacker is called Nook or Nook. It's spelt weirdly, and it's got... Yeah, no, 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 She essentially looks like the ring. Uh, Ew. So she's a she's a character covered in body armor, and she's got sort of this like chainmail mesh like cloak over her face. And her ability is it's another toggled passive uh, active ability. Is she's not seen by drones or cameras of any kind. Okay. Um. So there's another character defending wise called Vigil, does the exact same thing. <laughs> But when he toggles his ability, you get this sort of like staticky uh, sort of effect on your on your drones and cameras. Yeah. Uh, the attacker knock slash knock doesn't have that. So as soon as she activates that, there's no glitch or anything. She's completely invisible unless she runs, moves through barbed wire, or gets hit by like a uh, something that damages her. Yeah. Or fires a gun that goes yeah. a little pixely. Other How do you that, spell her name? Oh, it's like N O K K, but it's got like a umlaut or something like that above it. Ah, yeah, it's it's interesting. I want to say knock. Could be knock. Could very well be knock. And yet again, essentially, yeah. essentially these both of these characters oh. are, are literally just. <laughs> it could be. <laughs> it very well could be. <laughs> these characters are essentially abilities that are already existing in the game, but swapping teams. Yeah. So a defender who already can go invisible. Let's just make them an attacker. Same thing with warden and 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 uh, nook knock. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but also no new weapons. So these characters don't have new weapons. They're literally just pulling weapons off other operators okay. and giving them to them, which I'm not necessarily a fan of. Yeah, I'm not like a fan of If a you're point introducing new characters and weapons are specific to characters, then... I understand there's a point of, like, there's four or five years, but I'm like, you have not used four or five years worth of weapons. Mm. Like, not at all. Yeah. There are thousands of guns I can think of off the top of my head that haven't been used in this. Yeah. Um, so they've made some little tweaks as well. So the character Glass is the sniper... Uh, previous versions of the game, he could essentially see anyone. They'd come up as bright yellow if he looked uh, through his, his scope. Now, they only come up as bright yellow if you're not moving. So, if you... So, if they're moving constantly, you can't see them. Nope. That's so stupid. Just, that was my favorite I don't character. like it, yeah. So, if you're... You can swivel on, on spot. You can move on spot. But if you actually take steps, there's this sort of like a little gauge on the side when you, when you zoom in. Like, five is like... It's perfect, so like they'll come up as bright yellow. Three is like a slight yellowy tinge, and one is they won't come up. So it's like you're still zoomed in, you're still, your gun does a lot of damage, but they've essentially nerfed Glaz that he's only good if you're looking in a straight single cone and you're not moving. Yeah. Which I don't That's like. kind of not fun playing anyway. No. So I like, I like playing Glaz. I play a lot of Glaz, but... Now that this ability is active, I'm like, oh, I don't like it. Yeah. I like Glaz sucks at close range combat. His pistol yeah, shit. Not good at and it. And his rifle does. You need to get a good shot with a rifle because two, three rounds from a submachine and you're dead. Yeah. So they've essentially nerfed Glaz, but they have increased some of the environmental sort of aspects of the game. So I found when someone's blowing out a wall next to me, you'll actually get like dust and particles in the air now, and like the That's good. the room gets all foggy 
from like the explosive yeah. residue. So that's really cool. I really like that. So it provides a bit more sort of realism to the game. But it's still a bit of fun. I so like it. Will you be going back and giving it a crack? Maybe, maybe. Um, uh, you know, you've really you haven't got any of the new DLC. Was my player? Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't got any of the new DLC players. I've only got the originals. Um, and for that reason, that's why I liked Glaz, because he was an original and he was pretty cool. And you you weren't bad with him. I'd seen yeah. a couple of your kill cams. And now I got nothing. I got nobody. They took him away from you me. You just can't move. Got nothing to love but myself. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, look, I'll go back and take a look, but I don't think I'll be jumping in every night to get to that level again. Yeah, fair enough. Because it's fucking hard. <laughs> Well, uh, next week's episode, we'll be talking about Formula One 2019. Yes. Uh, I've, uh, I've just started You've uh, acquired re- a code. That. Yep, yep. Uh, I've just started a review of that, so that I should be up the in a couple of days. Come through. Oh, I'm s- I can't Break. talk about it. I, uh, next week. Yes. Next week. And there might be a game coming out soon that I will get to play, which I'm keen for. Yes, yes. Uh, that'll be a bit of fun. That'll be your first. Come through. Let's not jinx it. Uh, that could very well be as well your first video review it as well. Could be. So it could and be if it fun. is, then I'm happy to play it because <laughs> it's something I know something about. Did yes. you see the new trailer for said specific game? I did not. That came out at E3. Said specific game. We'll just say what it is because if we're going to talk about the trailer, That's right. it's going to be impossible. But it's uh, Sinking City. Yep. And there was a, a trailer that got recently released about it, and it was kind of a. He wakes up on the beach on at this city, um, gets kind of swept in, and he gets splashed in the face, and he wakes up and he walks through, and there's all these little uh, items that he sees as he's kind of doing this loop mm. through a building, and there are specific callbacks to H.P. Lovecraft things. Yeah. There's like um, a, a well-known insignia, there's a statue of a character that everybody knows in terms of H.P. Lovecraft. Cthulhu? That would be the one. All right. Um, and then he you know, comes back through and he gets attacked by these giant tentacles coming back out of the beach and then he sees himself. Um, basically, the trailer is a loop. So, 12 minutes? It's not 12 minutes, but it is 12 is it minutes. 12, is it a 12-minute loop? It's, it's, it's not a 12-minute loop, but it is a loop. How long is the loop? I, you know, I don't know. Maybe, so the, maybe that, four minutes. So is the game a loop? Or is no. It a, okay, no. Yeah. Um, but that is a very Lovecraftian sort of concept is things that are... In inexplicable. There's no way that you could possibly comprehend or explain or understand what these things are. For instance, in the Call of Cthulhu book, he arrives at um, at this kind of water dungeon sort of thing. Is the best yeah. way to explain it. And they just he describes the um, layout as as not being anything that you could comprehend in terms of the the roof isn't doesn't make sense like how the building can be standing right it's things that you can't really it's explain like Dr. Strange when he changes yeah, into the dimension things like that that yeah. like mirror dimension it's like logic doesn't make sense right um, and that's what a lot of H.P. Lovecraft kind of things are like it's it's more it's not necessarily about these monsters that everyone knows as Lovecraft monsters yeah but more about the psychological madness of coming across these monsters and these worlds and things that you just can't possibly comprehend cosmic horror well I'm looking forward to uh, there is a there's a board game as well that we you know chatted about personally that yeah. seems like a bit of fun so they very well could be an episode of that on new where we chat yeah. about that because that looks could be like good fun. fun yeah well Ian yes if people want to find you 
Where can they find you? Shaken Not Nerd. It's uh, <laughs> the same podcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, the, the opposite weekly podcast. The yellow one. <laughs> the yellow one, yeah. Shaken Not Nerd, yes. Um, and you can, you know, if you really want to, you can check out my other side bitch of a podcast project, which is... Cold Soap. Cold Soap. It's, a cold it's pretty, red soap opera. It's pretty funny. Uh, anytime I see you on, on Twitter, because I've managed the Twitter account, so, you know, I need some comedy podcasts. I'm like, they don't have a Twitter account. But check out Cold Soap. Yeah. Because it is I mean, it's great fun to do, that's for sure, yeah. yeah. It would make a lovely live show that I would love to do at some point in time, but the problem is I still need to finish the season, and there's a lot of work that goes into this podcast. Yeah, and, to, and Dale's yeah. Uh, beanie baby. Yes. <laughs> Dale's uh, Dale's dad is... That's a character on its own. Yes. And Richard, Richard Smalls? Yeah, Richard yeah. Small, yeah. a.k.a. Dick Small. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, yeah, I'll put the link to uh, to Cold Soap if people want to check out Cold Soap. It's it's pretty funny. It's a it's it's a it's one of those shows that you can literally just listen to as you're walking on walking home from work or something like that. It's it's one of those funny comedic shows that just builds scenes and builds stories. So it's uh, it's pretty fun. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Well, uh, we'll be back. Thanks for having me on. Oh no worries, babe. It's great to talk games. Yes. You know we don't talk enough. <laughs> you know, go to gym in the morning. Why won't you look at me during? <laughs> Uh, well, we'll be back next week. Uh, Ian, is there anything you want to say before you wrap up? Um, play with yourself. <laughs> no. um, my name is Ian, and you might remember me from The Voice Under Your Bed. Chicka chicka. And this is Judy. Remember <laughs> to play with each other and, and play, play with, with yourself. yourself. You gross bitch. <laughs>